and welcome to the Actually Making a Difference podcast, the show about starting, growing, and marketing your purpose-led business. No magic wands, no false promises, just simple, straightforward, and honest advice based on decades of experience. I'm your host, Sarah Price, and you are ready to actually make a difference. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Actually Making a Difference podcast, the one-stop shop you need to help you to get your impact business up, running and growing. Now today, seagulls, high winds and building work permitting, I want to tell you a story. I adore stories. They're a way to connect, to engage, to teach and transform. And there's a reason I've decided to tell you a story today, because I've also decided that Actually's next five-day challenge will be on stories, the challenge of a thousand and one stories, to be precise. Over the course of five days in April, I will be live each day in the Actually Making a Difference Facebook group to help you to get to work on your stories, the stories that will help you to explain to the world who you are, what you offer, and what you stand for, the stories that will help you to connect with your people, the way I hope that this story helps me to connect with you. So if you're not already a member of the group, then do come and join us and mark these dates in your diary, the 24th to the 28th of April, 2023 for the Actually A Thousand and One Stories Challenge. Now then, are you sitting comfortably? Then let's begin. Once upon a time, in the land of the whispering grasses, there was a town whose name, when roughly translated from the local language, was Too Loud. And you may ask yourself, why was the town called Too Loud? And I will tell you, because it was too loud. The people of the town of Too Loud simply never stopped talking from the moment they woke up until the minute they went to sleep. And even after they went to sleep in the town of Too Loud, the volume didn't diminish for the townspeople continued to chatter away with their eyes closed and their heads resting on their pillows. All of the other citizens in the land of the whispering grasses grumbled about too loud, saying there was no need to use a map to find the town because you could hear it for miles and miles around. Nonetheless, it was a beautiful town, surrounded by ancient creamy limestone walls and filled all year round with the scent of the red flowers that seemed to drip from every windowsill. And the people of Too Loud, for all of their incessant chit-chat, were friendly and kind and hospitable. In the centre of the town of Too Loud, there was a tiny little house. And inside the little house, there lived a very loud mother, a very loud father, two equally voluble boys, and one young girl, whose name, when roughly translated from the local language, was too quiet. Let's call her TQ for short. And you may ask yourself, why was she called TQ? And I will tell you. Because of all the people in the town, TQ had the quietest voice. She could barely make herself heard above all the noise. 
TQ craved peace and quiet, a place where she could hear herself think. But she loved her town. She loved its creamy walls and its beautiful red flowers. She loved the kind and friendly people. And she loved her loud but loving family. So she stayed and grew up there in spite of all the noise. As a child, TQ sought refuge in the town library where the thick walls and the stern librarian, a woman almost as quiet as TQ herself, muted the cacophony of the town. And when she was old enough, TQ got a job that allowed her to escape from the noise for days at a time. TQ became the herder of the town's goats. And every day from the first day of spring until the very last day of autumn, TQ would escape from the town of Tuloud out into the land of the whispering grasses. As she got further and further away from the distracting din of the town, she could appreciate the beauty of the green, green grass, smell the heady nectar of the flowers on the plains, hear the buzzing of the bees as they pollinated the town's crops, and the rushing water in the great river that provided all of the town's water. As the years flew by, TQ began to notice that the land around the town was changing. She was having to go further and further to find green grass for the goats. There were fewer flowers in the meadows, the bees weren't buzzing quite so vociferously, and the roaring rush of the great river had quietened down to a mere trickle. Until one year, when the last of the snow melted and TQ rushed from the town with her goats, she found that all of the grass was gone. She went further and further and further out into the land of the whispering grasses, but there was no grass. She sniffed the air and smelt no flowers. She listened hard but could hear no bees, and the roaring river was now completely silent. After miles and miles of walking, TQ collapsed on the brown, barren land and wept, for she knew that without the grass, without the bees and flowers, without the river, all was lost. Days passed and TQ cried. Never had a more plaintive sound been heard in the land of the whispering grasses. Poor TQ. Her heart was utterly broken. Eventually, as she wailed and wept, an old lady came along on a tricycle. She was quite the most fantastical sight, with her long white hair and her flowing purple cape, but TQ didn't see her at all. The old lady stopped, dismounted from her trike, unwound the scarf wrapped around her face, there was quite a lot of dust in the brown and barren land, and put her arms around TQ. She whispered in her ear, why are you crying so? 
Don't you know that for every problem there is a solution? That's how nature works. That is how the great goddess decreed that it should be, and so it is. Stop crying, dear one. Open your eyes. Look around you. As she opened her red and swollen eyes, Tiku saw that where her tears had fallen on the barren earth, small plants were beginning to poke their heads above the surface, as though each one of her tears had created life. And the old woman said to her, You see, my dear, all that's needed to bring the earth back to life is for people to care. Now, go and tell your town before it's too late. TQ, filled with hope, raced back to Too Loud with her goats. She ran through the streets and she ran through the square. She tried to tell everyone she met that the land beyond the walls was barren and the river was gone. She stood on a box in the middle of the town square, calling on the townsfolk to come with her, to show the earth how much they cared, so that all could be saved. But of course, the town of Too Loud was simply too loud to hear the tiny voice of TQ. And she went home that night filled with despair. Nobody could hear her. Nobody was listening. And nobody cared about the terrible calamity that was about to befall the town. As she lay in her bed on the verge of giving up, TQ remembered the wise old lady in the flowing purple cape, telling her that there was a solution for every problem. So she stayed up all night, racking her brains for an idea, and as the sun began to poke its golden head above the horizon, TQ suddenly remembered the one place in the town where everybody was quiet, a place where you could hear a pin drop, her childhood refuge, the town's library. TQ got up and dressed and went racing back through the town to the library. She spoke to the strict librarian and enlisted her help to make sure that all the townspeople knew what was happening outside the town. And for the next week, every time somebody came into the library, into that quiet, quiet place where you could hear a pin drop, TQ would go over and whisper in their ear, the river is gone, the bees no longer buzz, the grasp has disappeared, all will be lost unless we group together and show the earth how much we care. Will you join me? And in the library, in the square, in the centre of the town of Too Loud, they heard the quiet voice of TQ. The news spread like wildfire through the town, and a week after her whispering campaign began, all of the townsfolk, gathered by the huge wooden gates in the beautiful creamy walls of the town, and stepped beyond into the barren land. The people of Too Loud followed TQ, the quietest of them all, into what had been 
the land of the whispering grasses and was now a brown and dry desert. For days they walked through the land and as they walked, every citizen wept at the desolation and the calamity that had befallen the earth and was surely going to befall them all. And every time a tear fell to the ground, a plant began to grow until, after days of trudging and weeping through the land, the people of Tuloud stopped and turned back for the town and saw behind them a giant swathe of green. The world was restored. The earth was replenished. The land became, once again, the land of the whispering grasses. The bees, once again, buzzed as they pollinated flowers and the town's crops. The river became, once again, a roaring gush of water, all because of TQ and her quiet, quiet voice. So as my story comes to an end, I invite you to remember this. For every problem, there is a solution. And no matter how quiet your voice may be, or how loud the world around you seems, there is always a way to make your passion heard. Because it's time and you are ready to actually make a difference. Thank you for listening to the Actually Making a Difference podcast with me, Sarah Price. Come and join a community of purpose in our free and friendly Actually Making a Difference Facebook group. Because now that you're part of my world, you need never feel alone on this entrepreneurial journey. And you will always be welcome.